I understand, you know, that you want the maximum profit, you want the most on your bottom line. I totally understand that. Now, here's the thing. If an agent is already willing to discount their commissions on their side of the deal, are they going to be willing to get you the highest and best offer and negotiate on your behalf? If they're already willing to discount their their commission, what are they going to do when it comes to your home? Are you a new real estate agent ready to learn from industry leaders who were once in your shoes and now want to give back? Learning tips, tricks, hacks, advice, and most importantly of all, what to avoid. You'll learn the pain of the growth process that has helped them get to where they are today. From seasoned agents to agents who are still new to the game, but growing and scaling their business at a rapid pace. Welcome to the new real estate agent podcast with Ryan Strong. Welcome back to another episode of the new real estate agent podcast with me, Ryan Strong. Thank you again for being here and consuming this content. I hope it's really helpful because you are listening and you are back. I hope so. All I ask for you to do is please leave a review or hit the five stars or subscribe or all three. You know, all three would be great if you are enjoying this content. Also, if you want to learn more about me, you can check me out on Instagram, R-Y-N Real Estate. Uh, you can check us out, channeljunkies.com, Channel Junkies on YouTube, Channel Junkies Facebook group, The New Real Estate Agent on YouTube as well. Everywhere, anywhere, I'm on it all. That sounds pretty crazy and it is kind of nerve-wracking, but it's nuts. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to get into this episode today of how to handle real estate objections as a new real estate agent, all right? How to handle some of these objections. So when we say objections, when we're talking about objections, we mean somebody presents us a question that is um, not necessarily a forward question. It's more of like, hey, can you take less money? We're going to be talking about commission objections um, mostly, right, and things like that. And so I'm actually not coming with up with this off the top of my head either. Um, this is coming from followupboss.com. If you don't know what followupboss uh, is, it's a CRM, but I'm going to put the link to this article in the description of this podcast so that you can go read them themselves. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read off to you these um, questions and objections, and then I will give my two cents on them as well, okay? And so... These are really important as a new real estate agent. We've talked about before um, the being the new agent and not lying about being a new agent, right? And owning it, right? Owning it. That was an objection that I experienced and how I handled it and framing it. I framed it in such a way that, hey, I am a newer agent, but here's what that means to you. Here's how it's a benefit to you. And so then they're like, oh, crap. All right, cool. Sounds good. Right. So but in this one, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, basically a lot of like commission objections or money objections. But this is coming from follow up boss. And I wanted to really go through these. So let's go ahead and get into the first one. Right. This one's more really about commission. So let's say that you're on a Zoom or you're on the phone or whatever the case is. And it comes up and they say, can you lower your commission? Right. You're going to be faced with this. Right. Because in our real estate world. There are discount brokers out there, and I, I despise it. I can't can't stand discount broker. Um, I can't stand this discounts in general because I value my time. I value my family. I value the, what I do and the level and quality of service that I bring, right? And so a lot of people will lower their commission just to get a deal. Um, they will lower their commission just, again, for whatever reason, and they will do flat fees and stuff like that. What it really does is it devalues what we do as real estate agents and what we go through as real estate agents. In my opinion, that's what it really does. It devalues the industry when we have those 
and they are everywhere, right? Because some people, you know, they just don't care, right? Some agents just don't care. So you're going to be presented with this, right? So basically what's going to happen is they're going to ask you about, you know, lowering your commission or how low of a percentage will you go, stuff like that, right? So the prospects in, in follow-up boss, it says prospect. I'm not sure I can afford your services right now. Perhaps we could rearrange your commission. And then it says you. I understand your desire to save more money, but let me ask you this. Would you want to work with an agent that sells your house or would you want to work with an agent that will sell your house for the best price on the market? At every step of the process, I'll be in your corner making sure that you are paid your fair price, but I can only do that when I know you trust me and know my value. Do you want to sell your house for the best price? Right? So what they did here is they framed it in such a way that hey, look, other agents may be able to do it for less money, but they may not be able to get you the best price. That's what they were really getting at here. So they're saying, here's the benefit to you is I will be uh, with you and through every step of the process in your corner, making sure that you are paid uh, your fair price for your home. Uh, but I can only do that, hey, look, if you trust me and know my value. All right, so hey, here's my value, right? So now... It's saying, do you want to sell your house for the best price? You're flipping it and you're giving the question back to them. And then, of course, they're going to say yes, right? But they can say, no, I don't want to sell my house for the best price. Of course, they're going to say yes, right? They're going to say yes. And then you say, okay, right? So now here's my value, right? If you haven't already gone through your value, then the, here's the value of you. The other um, objection to this, or actually, we're going to get into that one next. Sorry. So let's go ahead and get into it. It says, uh, number two, other agents are willing to take less. And then so it says, the truth is, most of the time, there are no other agents. Prospects typically assume they can find a cheaper agent because many view real estate agents as a service that they can receive elsewhere for less money. Your goal here is to reframe their mindset and show prospects that you're not a service, but an opportunity. That's actually pretty good. Um, you're an opportunity. So it says, prospect. I've talked to other agents. They like me and are willing to lower their commission. Then it says you. Got it. Thank you for being direct with me, and I perfectly understand your intent to save money. I am always honest with my prospects, so there's a reason I won't be changing my commission. You see, when I work with you, I bring many promising buyers to your doorstep, but to be honest, almost everyone interested will want it for less. I intend to negotiate the best price for your house every time. In a way, I will protect my earnings the same way I'll be defending yours. Does that make sense? If you want someone in your corner who won't back down, I'm the agent for the job. So this is really good. In, in, a, in a way, you're presenting yourself as the dominant agent in the market. You're presenting yourself as an agent who's like, look, I'm not taking less money, and I don't want to make you less money, right? We all win in this situation. So... This is uh, the, where I was, I was getting to with the other one. The other way to handle this or frame this is to say uh, a lot of times agents will say, I understand you know, that you want the maximum profit. You want the most on your bottom line. I totally understand that. Now, here's the thing. If an agent is already willing to discount their commissions on their side of the deal, are they going to be willing to get you the highest and best offer and negotiate on your behalf? If they're already willing to discount their, their commission, what are they going to do when it comes to your home? They already can't negotiate their commission. Are they going to negotiate for your home? So 
that's one of the other ways to frame sort of that objection is saying, yeah, that you're going to make more in from what it looks like on paper from their um, discounted services. But when you work with somebody who doesn't discount their services and I'm negotiating my commission with you right now, I'm going to negotiate your home as well to try and get you or not to try to get you the most money possible. And what that shows is, hey, look, they're already not even trying to negotiate their commissions. They're willing to take less. Are you willing to take less on your home? So that's another way to frame that one of other agents are willing to take less. And again, I can't stand discount brokers. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Now, here's uh, another good one that comes up a ton. All right. Um, <laughs> so it says, I want to sell it myself. Now, a lot of times, look, yes, hey, you don't actually need a real estate agent to sell your house. But you've got to talk about the value of using a real estate agent, right? So they probably read it. It says they probably read about the process on the Internet and decided that it doesn't seem that tough after all. Or maybe they had a negative experience with an agent in the past. Whatever the case, try to gently uncover why they want to sell their own um, and encourage them to see how they can win bigger if they choose to work with you. So it goes like this on the article. Prospect. Honestly, my house is so good, I think I can sell it on my own. It's just a yard sign and a couple phone calls after all. Then it says you. Hey, I'm going to tell you the same thing I'm telling everyone who is willing to sell their house on their own. Do it. Because I don't or because I know you're not doing it for the money, my work is to help you get the best price for your house and earn uh, you more on the sale. The selling process takes quite a long time, so let me send you a cheat sheet. I'm going to use uh I'm using to keep everything organized. It's on me. And then it says, or it says, or follow with a question to prompt them to get more specific. Oh, sure. Listen, you have a great house, and I think you'll be able to sell it pretty quickly. The only question is, what's the price you're going to list it for? And then it has in brackets, if the price is below the market, prove you can earn them more money. If the price is above market, explain how you will save time and money on expired listings. So right here, again, you're, you're really trying to frame the value of using a real estate agent. And so a lot of times what happens is, uh, well, the market has shifted, you know, as of me recording this towards the end of July of 2022, the market has definitely shifted. And um, we're not in the crazy seller's market that we were. In the crazier seller's market that we were, we were straight up telling people, you know what, like your home's going to sell itself, right? Essentially, what we're doing is a keeping you out of the process. We're handling all the phone calls because the market was nuts and it would be 30, 45 phone calls, showings, open houses, all that type of stuff. That was the benefit of using an agent then is, look, you, do you really want to handle all this with how crazy it is right now? Now that the market has shifted, the framing of the answer for this question becomes a little different in the fact that you have to really talk about the benefit of using a real estate agent. Look, the market has shifted. There's not near as many buyers as there were on the market, right? People are not getting near as many homes. I'm sorry, near as many showings and homes are sitting on the market longer. Inventory's coming up. Buyers have more options. Not as many buyers on the market. So what we really don't want is for your home to sit on the market that long. So, hey, look, I'm going to provide you a cheat sheet that you can use. And yeah, go for it. Try to, you know, get it sold yourself. If you can't, though, I want to be your first phone call. And then we can talk more about how my strategies are going to be able to get your home sold. Right. And then that can include like the MLS for one. Right. Um, any marketing that you're going to be doing, stuff like that. Data that you have to prove from other listings. If not, if you don't have any listings, hey, 
I've got other agents who are going to help me. I'm going to, my team or da, 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 right? Stuff like that. So you really have to show the value of using you as a real estate agent, okay? And now I'm going to get into this last one right here too. Um, Zillow says it's worth. That's number four on this follow-up boss article, which is uh, pretty funny. So here we go. Zillow says it's worth. And now... <laughs> Um, it says, we all know you can't depend on this estimate, but whether we like it or not, Zillow is the most widely used real estate platform in the world, so prospects are inclined to trust it. All right. Now, it says, remember, even though you're going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Zillow in this scenario, you shouldn't frame the platform as your competition. Instead, present Zillow yourself as a Zillow partner, someone who helps to get most out of your platform. Once you gain the trust, which is the goal of presenting yourself as sort of a partner right, of Zillow, you're gaining the trust, then you can begin to educate them about the Zestimate. So it says, prospect, Zillow says my home is worth $500,000. And then it says you. Yes, I've seen that Zestimate. In fact, that's something I want to explain a little bit. After all, we listed 30 houses with Zillow last year. It's a great platform. But I wanted to share with you that all 30 houses, the initial Zestimate was off by at least 15%. In one case, by 40%. Why? Because there are no Zillow agents that live in the area or come by your house to evaluate it. Zillow just tries to calculate a market average based on an algorithm. But your buyers will not care about a Zestimate because their agents won't. If a Zestimate is 15% lower, you will lose 15% on the sale. If it's 15% higher, no one will buy the house, and then you'll lose money on negotiating. Wouldn't you rather just sell your house for the best price and get the most money? Right? So we're asking a question again. If you haven't noticed that most of these, we are reframing it and sending the question back to them to get a, a response. Right. So in this one, um, obviously don't lie. If you didn't list 30 houses with Zillow, do not lie about that. Right. If you didn't list any houses with Zillow, don't lie about that. But what you can use is the same framing. Right. So, yes, I've seen that Zestimate. Uh, in fact, that's something I want to explain a bit. So I checked the Zestimate because I know that, hey, Zillow is you know, one of the most widely real estate platforms in the world. A lot of people are looking at it. A lot of you know, people like you who own homes are using it for Zestimates. And a lot of people who are shopping for homes are on it. So I totally get that uh, using the Zestimate. But <clears throat> let me go ahead and explain a little bit more about why those can be very inaccurate. And then you can get into this second part that says... Zillow just tries to calculate a market average based on algorithm. And then you can get into the rest of that, right? <clears throat> so you don't necessarily have to say that you listed homes with Zillow. But again, we're not trying to bash Zillow, right? But what we are trying to do is educate. We're trying to educate in this process to help them understand that I get that that's what you're seeing. But what I actually have is real-time data because sometimes Zillow doesn't update as fast as they should. And their algorithms can be off. I have real-time data from the MLS. I can look at comparables on your street, in your neighborhood, and in your zip code with the same uh, size home, square footage, lot, and I can look at what's price per square foot going for, right? All these types of things that are going to be great indicators of pricing your home and what it may be worth. Because after all, what your home really is worth is what a buyer is willing to pay for it. That's what your home is really worth. So <clears throat> framing it in such a way that you're educating because education is always going to build the trust. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, you know, I just wanted to go in and a lot of times I like to re I read these articles because I'm doing my own research and I'm like, oh, this would be great to share. Right. This would be great to share to my listeners as far as, you know, how they can use this to really help them in their business as a new real estate agent um, and, and really thrive. And again, trust education. Right. So thank you guys for listening again. I'm, my name is Ryan Strong with the Channel Junkies, Channel Junkies on every platform the new real estate agent YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, hit the five stars if you can, if you like it, you enjoy it. And uh, check back on these other older episodes, tons of great stuff in there, whether you're learning marketing, generating leads, choosing a brokerage, even if you're coming, thinking about joining eXp and you wanna know what I have to offer as your sponsor, whichever the case may be. Thank you guys and we'll see you in the next one.